Come with me, we're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get aesthetic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Bini, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I am Kimbra. And there was a siren right before the music cut out. And I thought, oh, it's gonna we're going to come in with a siren blaring. But it, it went away. Right you know before. what would be great? If we came in with like a cruise ship horn. So, okay, before we even go any further, there's been weird things happening. Because we work right at the port in Tampa. And, uh, you know, it's been a while been a minute since we've heard a cruise ship horn but it used to be something we'd hear several times a week especially in the winter time and there's been some horns going off that are very reminiscent of cruise ship horns and we know there's no cruise ship but we're like what was that so, it's like a very hopeful sound it is but but we know but it's, also a very sad one. yeah we know it's not there you know it's not there. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. This podcast, if you're watching it live on YouTube, or if you notice it on YouTube, you may notice it's come out a day early from YouTube. It'll still come out on Sunday as an audio podcast, but uh, that is because we are going on a cruise, and um, well, we're just too busy to record it tomorrow night because we've got to we've got to run animals across to Pinellas County and and uh, and get them to their sitters and. We just we didn't know how fast we get back. We just just you know so so we thought tonight would be the night to do it and uh, and get it taken care of to make sure that we get that content out to you. Now I don't know what's going to happen next week because we will be on the ship, right? So there will probably be a podcast next week, but it may not come out until Sunday or Monday as a well, video. I mean, depending on how crazy it is when we come back, we could do it Saturday evening we could it is it i just don't want to no, build up no promises i don't want to build up any expectations no. that we can't fulfill so um so yes but we will let you know we will give you you know notifications and, and such and and let yes. you know and we'll see how it how we feel how it goes we, we, and we all did that get sort the of social media internet package so yeah we, we can't stream yeah, youtube on that, no though. but but we can you know, throw stuff out on Facebook here and there. We can. Yeah. And I'm just saying do it on the ship. I don't know if we would have the, the bandwidth to so, do that. So here's a question. We could stream hey, it on Facebook. Well, here's a question. Adam, did you get the internet package? Cause we might be able to work something mm -hmm. out. We could, there could be some other technical issues and stuff. So well, I, I just, um, I don't know. We, Oh, he said, "Use mine." So, so we we'll see. Internet. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, look! If a notification pops up on Thursday or Friday that says the podcast is going to be Thursday and Friday, it may be then. Uh, but no, yeah, no, I don't want to build up any expectations and then be like, "They said they'd do it on Friday," and we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll and do it. We'll do a podcast. You know, and also, Can't how many times have we been to the um, Fortune Teller Bar that day? Will we be able to do the podcast? Well, what? that. That day is, is that a, a, day? a Nassau day. That's the last. Oh, that's the last. That's Nassau night. day. Yeah. Yeah, that's the last night of the cruise. I know. We we might be sad on that day because yeah. we know they're going to kick us off the next morning. 
I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's talk about this cruise though. So first of all, um, I know that we're going to say this and people that don't have a cruise booked for months or years are going to be like, whatever. Yeah, you've got problems. But for, for those of you who are set to go on a cruise in the next few weeks or, or even months, there's a lot of stress going on cruises right now because there's so many added things. Like, first of all, we're cruising during the Jason months and really the Jason months are the hurricane months. And uh, in my experience living in Florida, Jay is not really the, the big problem. It's A and S and O. Those are the big problems for hurricanes. And that's when three of our cruises are. So, you know, right now we're watching Fred, which is not going to be anything. It's not, I'm not worried at all about Fred, uh, but there's something behind it. And uh, I, I'm not worried. I'm not that worried about it, to be honest with you. But it is something we're watching. Normally, that would be the peak of the stress for this cruise. would be like, oh, is this tropical depression going to cause rain? And no, it's going to be fine. But, um, but in this case, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I know you should never mention icebergs in a cruise conversation. But Well, we're not going to be in the cold. But in this year, an iceberg is like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we've also got other stressors. So there's the stressor of, could we get off of work? Well, that one we handled a while back, but- A you know, while back? I, I mean, mean- We just booked this cruise, man. Like a month ago? This cruise? Bit? Yeah, three weeks ago? No, no, no. We booked this last week. Was it last week? No. Yes. It was a week before Because Edie now, was right? off. Oh, okay. All right. So- We booked this last Wednesday. Was it just last week? Yeah. I thought it was Wednesday before that or something. Um. That it was anyway. Oh, it was. Yeah, it I was, was. going to say it's been, okay, it's, been, it's, been, a, been, it's been more than a it's week. It's been a week and a half. Yeah. So anyway, but it was, we were very delightfully surprised, stunned really, that we were able to to take this time off and uh, and go on this cruise. So there there was that normal stress of will we get the time off? And it was expedited. And then, um, and then there's of course this minor thing called a pandemic that's been plaguing us. Dare I say, changing, pun intended, for the changing last rules daily. two years almost now or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, and, and things have changed rapidly. And so, you know, we're, we were already nervous. You know, we're vaccinated. But still, you just never know. Am I going to feel sick? You know, I'm, I'm around people that are unvaccinated at work. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but... Then we find out that we have to get tested before the cruise, and it has to be three days before the cruise. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean Wednesday's okay, Thursday's okay? So we got to make appointments, and it, it's hard to make an appointment. Like I had to get tested a few weeks ago because I wasn't feeling well, and I just wanted to make sure I didn't have it. I didn't, but it was hard to get a test then, and I wasn't even as worried about it. So we made appointments, fortunately for us. We were able to make points with C appointments with CVS. Yes. And uh, we did that like last week, I think. As, as soon as they put out that we had to get tested. Right. Um, we jumped on and figured out where we could get it done. Right. So we made our appointments. So we did that. And um, but then we're watching people. We're in a Facebook group, which I don't know if anybody joined us. We, we said, hey, come on over and, and hang out with us. We're in a Facebook group for this cruise. If anybody is welcome, we'll see. Uh, we'll see you on board. And we didn't. We should show our. Our shirts. Uh, but, okay, so people in that group were like, there. some of them made appointments, not that many, but some of them made appointments and they got canceled, like today. 
yeah. and yesterday. And we're like, oh crap, is this going to, what if it gets canceled and we can't get a test? Like that's terrifying. Like not only are we worried that we'll get a false positive or that we could actually be positive, even though, you know, we feel fine. We've been very careful. Um, but then it's like, can we even get the test? So today is the day we had to get the test. So we we uh, we made the appointment. It was for what six thirty, six uh, six and six fifteen, six twenty and six thirty five. Okay, six. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So we get a text this morning. Well, we got a text yesterday. I think confirming twenty four hours yeah. away. We got a test confirming our appointments. That helped a little bit. And then this morning we got text that said basically, um, you can come in anytime between now and one p.m. We're like, well, our appointments for six something. Or you can come in anytime after 2.40 up until your appointment. If you're not there five minutes after your appointment, it'll be canceled. Okay, well, this seems like good news, right? So we're, we couldn't leave work early. We couldn't do that. So we waited, you know, just like we had planned. We waited. We got off work. We were going to come home, eat, and then go to get our tests because there would have been time. Time. But since we could come in after 2.40, we're like, well, we're just going straight to the CVS. We're not messing around. So the, the text said, you go into CVS, you park in a space, you don't go in, you text your code for your appointment, and you text arrived, and then you await instructions. And it sounded like they were going to come out to the car and, you know, do the whole swab in the nose and all that junk. So we get there. Well, I, I get the idea. I'm like, well, why don't we go get some drive through food, and then we can sit in the car and eat, and we can knock out two birds with one stone, because we have a lot we had to get done. Tonight. Although I don't think we should ever knock out two birds. It depends on the bird. But anyway, so we do that. We get to Walgreens, CVS. By Walgreens, I mean CVS. We get to CVS, and we text. You know, we're in the... This is how desperate we are. We're in the drive through ordering. We've already typed, arrived, and put our code in there. We just haven't hit send yet. Right, because the the we went to McDonald's, so we, McDonald's is here. CVS is just go out on the three hundred one and get get in there. So, uh, so we we pull in the parking lot immediately. Boom, send, go, yes, go. So we get a text back. You know, I'm I'm digging into like my first French fry, and uh, it says, "Come on in and go to the to the left, and the doors open." It was kind of creepy really weird it was strange it was like when you see the kangaroo on the side of the road with the rat shawl i don't know anyway so we go inside and there we go to the health clinic which is to to the left sort of and there's a lady sitting there who was wearing kind of a nurse looking shirt and she's just staring at us she didn't say anything to us and then there's several doors which are slightly ajar and we're just looking around like, what do we do? And we're looking at the lady and she's looking at us like kind of. And then a gentleman comes out, opens the door and he's like, uh, what did he say? Are you here for your appointment? Or here something? for your test. Here for your test. And, you know, Kim was like, yes. So he's like, come back. And then the lady's like, whoa. And we're like, oh, she must work here. And she doesn't want us to go in at the same time. No, she was there for some other reason. And she was waiting for her appointment. Well, she didn't have an appointment. She said she had an appointment at five. Oh, she had an appointment, but yeah. not for COVID testing. No, 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 just an appointment. Just an appointment. So we're like, oh no, we're together because we don't know what's going on. And the and the nurse practitioner is like, are you here for a COVID test? And she's like, no. It's like these are COVID tests. Like, boom, <laughs> shut up, lady. Anyway, <laughs> he uh, was nice. He was, he was nice. nice. She was kind of rude. Yeah. Which, you know, I get it. Like she thought we came in and butted in front of her. Whatever. We didn't. So take a chill. 
So, um, so Kimber goes into the room, like I'm right there. Well, really just into the doorway. Yeah, just the doorway. Ask for ID, ask for uh, insurance. insurance card. This is totally free. Okay, totally free test. She sticks a swab up her nose, puts it in the bin. Boop, done. I do the same thing. Boop, done. This is like, this whole process is like five minutes. Okay. And then the guy's like, all right, well, your test results will be done in the next 25 minutes. I'll call you. And I was like, hey. We need documentation. We're going on a cruise. It's got to have, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Within two hours, you will get the results. They'll be in a PDF. You got to log in to the CVS website, app, whatever. Okay, cool. You'll have everything. So we're like, cool. Thank you. That was it. So we go home. We we finish eating our dinner. By the time we were done eating. Were we even done eating? We weren't even done. No, before we were done eating. Yeah. He called us. And said, we are negative. Negative. Normally, I try and be a positive person. But in this case, I am totally positive that I want to be negative. So we're negative. So we're like, woo, yes. I mean, and then, and then of course, we're like, well, we knew we were negative. Yeah, I mean, we no wear, worries. We wear masks. We're vaccinated. We're very careful. We socially distance. We follow the rules. Like, we're, we are careful. But still, you know, we were worried about it because we're human. So uh, we're negative And we're like we got the, so then we waited and then within probably an hour and a half, um, I was on the app like, and I saw the the thing pop up and then they, I got a text and the text takes you to a PDF. And so now I've got it saved in like five different places and we're going to print it out tomorrow because the printer wouldn't work at home. Anyway, we're going on a cruise. We're going on That's, a cruise. That whole story is to tell you that we're going, we're going on a cruise. It's happening. Finally. It's official. It's been like, 530 some odd days since we've been on a cruise. Just too many. Too many days. And now that is coming to an end. But so, but yeah, if you are cruising right now, like it's a little stressful because, you know, you don't know what's going to happen with the weather, with COVID stuff. Things change. Are the ports going to let you out? You know, what? what's the mask policy going to be? All, all that stuff is is stressful. But it's... I feel like the the bulk of the stress is now behind us. Now we still have to get on the ship and everything, but um, but I feel pretty confident and comfortable now because cruises are going out. There have been some people testing positive, but it's it's been okay. It's been all right. You know, there's kids went back to school. There's a lot higher percentage of kids testing positive right now in school and teachers than there are people on cruise ships. Like the percentages, I, I haven't done the math, so maybe I shouldn't say that, but I feel like. I looked at the numbers today in our local county schools and it was scary. Uh, but on the cruise ships, you know, it seems like it's going pretty good. So I feel knock on wood. I don't have any wood around me, but knock on wood, uh, pretty, pretty confident about, about that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that's, that's been our, Oh, well, that wasn't the end of the stress though, because Kimbra also got some carnival gift cards. Oh goodness. So we she got those because we earned points through our health insurance company by exercising and stuff and then she was able to trade those in for Amazon gift cards and then we were able to take those Amazon gift cards and buy carnival gift cards and then we had the carnival gift cards mailed to us so we got them what last week? Yeah, last week. And then she was going to put them in and we were like, "You know what? Let's wait." Make sure we're negative. Just in case we test positive, 
or something happens and we that's just less things we have to worry about getting back or whatever. So so as soon as we got the negative, she's like, I'm going to go put these in right now. And what happened? Well, so we decided to do cruise cash. Is that what it's called? Cruise cash? Cruise Whatever. cash, yeah. yeah. So that we just had the money there so that like at the end of our cruise, we didn't have to go to guest services and pay for it with the gift cards. I just wanted to have it there. It's uh, a couple hundred dollars. We 200 like, bucks. Yeah, yeah, 200. So we're like two that's gift a, cards. That's a few drinks, right? Yeah. So we're like, you know, we'll we'll focus on this $200. We'll cover a good chunk of the drinks that we get. This is great. I'll just do cruise cash. So I go on and I add $200 gift cards or $200 cruise cash things, whatever. I put in the first gift card and it goes in. Great. I put in the second gift card and it goes in. Great. I hit the place order button and it goes, error, something happened, whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's really annoying. So I restart it. So then I go in and I put the first gift card in. Great. It went in. I put the second one in and it said, your balance is $0 on this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I haven't even used it. So then I'm like, well, now what? There's no phone number on the back of the gift card. So I get on the Googles and I search for it and I get a phone number. So I call and the guy answers and I say, you know, this is my situation. And he asked for the card number and I gave it to him and he said, yes, it looks like it was used nine minutes ago. There's a zero dollar balance. And I'm like, yes. I literally just did this. He said, let me transfer you to guest services or customer service. And I'm like, great. So I sit on the hold for what, 20 minutes? Probably at least 20 minutes. Yeah. It was a bit. A guy eventually comes on. I talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And um, he's like, well, was there even a balance on there to start with? And I'm like, yes, it worked. And then it broke. <laughs> And we went back and forth and then he put me on hold again. Basically, this was like at least an hour long process. I still don't have that second hundred dollars. He said he's going to call me back tomorrow. He's got to find out if there was a balance initially. And I'm like, dude, there was a balance. I know he can't take my word for it, but still. Um, he was very nice. He though. was he was very nice. But I'm and, like, and I feel on. confident that uh, that he's going to. Yeah. But he's he's like, yeah, I've got to do this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, just just curious, how long might this take? And he said, well, it could take 24 hours. I'm going to know. This cruise is Saturday. I need this to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> so he said he's going to call me back tomorrow and let me know. Hopefully it gets taken care of. Otherwise, we only have $100 in cruise cash and they better get it fixed for the next one. Yeah, I was going to say, they can make it right for the next one or something yeah. like that. I see uh, uh, Dave Whiting of Dave and Brandy is asking if we are selling any versions of these shirts. We weren't planning on it because it does say... The date? The 14th to the 21st. But Dave, and Dave, if you want a shirt, I can... Um, modify? I can modify it and make that happen for you. Just just shoot me a, a text or something and we'll we'll uh, we'll get that taken care of if, if you're interested in that. Or anybody else out there, if you want... If you're going on the Mardi Gras and you like the Fantastic Cruising, uh, Matt's you know, art Mardi Gras there shirt. There is no Fantastic Cruising on there. No, this is just a, just yeah, Mardi, just Mardi Gras, Gras. But but it's it's my artwork. So if you if you're interested in that, um, so so let since me know. we're talking about shirts, shirts, you wanna you wanna talk about the other one? So we we had this shirt made, and then we were like, you know, we have this thing called a cricket, and we could make a shirt like a really cool Mardi Gras shirt with well, the cricket. We also 
weren't a hundred percent sure that this shirt was going to make it. Here That's on true. Time. It was kind of close because the delivery date was like sometime between this Friday and Monday. And we're like, well, that's a small window of success. But Teespring, which is where this is from, usually they um, usually they deliver earlier than they say they will. So I've already don't, gone down that path before. And yes. been like, nah, and then they, it shows up. Yes. So so yes. Yeah, so they but we weren't sure. We weren't sure. And uh, we wanted to make sure we had at least one Mardi Gras shirt to wear on the cruise. So we came up with a plan. And this was the plan. Check out this baby. Yeah. Look at that. Sparkly glitter Mardi Gras colors. This this is, I mean, I like this shirt that we had printed. But this one's really cool. This is cool. Like, this is very, this is Mardi Gras, right? This yeah. is, like, definitely Sparkly, a, a glittery. Mardi Gras shirt. It's the logo. Yeah. So we're we're making those, too. Yeah, so we're gonna have two Mardi Gras shirts. Uh oh, my my thing just crashed over here. Uh oh. Looks like, see if we're still on with you. Well, I mean, I... I'm still showing over here. Yeah. Are we still on? Um. I'm gonna type it in here. Whoa, what's going on here? Yeah. So, <laughs> Ian says it's a bit too blingy. I love the sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> it's asking me to log in. That's interesting. Oh. Barrel, oh, I'm a, oh, no, I'm just on the wrong thing. Oh, okay. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Sorry about that. Hang in there. So, yeah, so we got this shirt. Um, those will not be available for sale because um, I'm probably going to pop up it's on okay. there as an extra no, person. For sale. I got rid of you real oh, cool. fast. Okay. Uh, but uh, because those take a lot of work, like each piece, if you use a cricket, each piece has to be cut out and placed on and ironed on and, and stuff. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. So, so that so, was fun. So yeah, so that was fun. And but now we've got shirts, we've got our cruise, we're ready to go. We've like got our negative just, tests. We, yeah, yeah. So we're pretty we've got if you can see behind us, we've got a pile of stuff that we still need to pack. That's just tech stuff, really. We've got we've had we, our clothes are packed and our well, some of our toiletries are not, but most of them are packed. Yeah. We've got like all of our, like my Vegemite is packed. I've got my Vegemite packed and um, everything except for so the tech stuff, because some of it we're using right now. Right. And some of it, you know, we'll use to so, at the last minute. So this, after this, all that's we're going in the, pack in the it up. yeah, we'll pack some up tonight maybe, or we'll, that's what we're going to be doing tomorrow. It's just yeah. going over our list. You know, that's a thing you should do if you're going on a cruise, make a checklist and, um, and double check it. It'll it'll make you feel more confident and comfortable if you, once you leave your house to go to the the cruise because you'll have double checked that you have everything, you know. Because of course we have to have not only our normal cruise paperwork and our passports, but we also have to have our COVID tests now as well. And so our vaccine cards. And our vaccine cards. So you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. And if we forget any of it, we're in big trouble. Some of it we're just SOL. Yeah. So that's not good. Right. We're about two hours away from Canaveral. So we thought about getting a hotel. But we're like, we don't need to do that. We're going to get up. We're we're scheduled to get on the ship at 1030 in the morning. So we're going to get up at like 7. We're going to get up at 7 or we're, we're going to at 7? We'll probably leave at 7. Yeah. We're not gonna, it's not like we're going to sleep right. tomorrow night. So And then we'll leave at 7. We'll get over there by 9. We'll have plenty of time if something happens, you know, 
car troubles or whatever, yeah. traffic. We'll have plenty of time. We'll have plenty of time to we'll call Adam count for that. come pick us up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we've got Ian from the Uber Cruisers here. And I'm sorry, Ian, because he's made a comment about he's not able to go on a cruise. I am sorry about that. Uh, but but um, he's like, in Australian cruises, the ships have Vegemite readily available. Yeah, not in the U.S. So I have to bring my own. Because it doesn't taste good. Curse you. Curse wow. those words. Wow. Man. No, jeez. Uh, okay, so um, so let's talk a little bit about this cruise. We uh, we are really looking forward to this ship, the Mardi Gras. We've been watching all the vlogs, lots of vlogs coming out, lots of great video footage on the Mardi Gras. Um, our favorites, Paradj, putting out some amazing vlogs. Check out Paradj, but so many good Mardi Gras vlogs going on right now, and um, yeah, so we are totally stoked. For this ship and yes. I, and i think i don't know what are you, what are you looking most forward to on the mardi gras uh the fortune teller bar yeah that that is yeah. high on my list i'm looking forward to the ship layout and size yeah i'm looking forward to our cruise director the flying scotsman yes he, i'm, I'm really is, excited i think he's going to be my favorite cruise the, director. Really the infinity do. pool on the back on well i think it's deck eight yes sorry i'm i'm just catching up i'm just catching up yes <laughs> yes yeah, there, yeah that there's some cool pools and stuff on there and cool this, spaces this is, i mean obviously this is a big ship but this is like by far the biggest ship i've ever been on me too me too really yeah because yeah. i've not been on the oasis class ships i haven't been on the big norwegian You've ships. Still been on bigger ships than i haven't me. been on the ms yeah but i don't the, I, the biggest i've been on is vista and vista is big for a carnival ship before this but it's, I still, I feel like it's not really that big compared to this ship. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so the fortune teller bar, can we bring up, I meant to get the drinks so, on here. Um, can we bring up the drinks so we could just look at those? For you and I to look at or for them for to them look at? For them to look at. Can okay. we like. Like do a screen share or something. I, I I forgot. I got some other stuff to show you guys. And if you're if you're listening in, we're gonna describe these drinks. The fortune teller bar just seems really really cool because it's just got some theming of this sort of mystical fortune teller New Orleans um, feel. And although you know I'm I'm very not into mystical stuff in reality, but I do like it as part of my fantasy life. So uh, I do enjoy that aspect of it quite a bit. And I'm looking forward to partaking in what to me almost seems like a Renaissance festival type of environment. Mm. This does not look like what it looks like on my phone. No. Well, I'm trying to pull up that. I mean, the that's not here. really ideal because that's really small. Well, see what it looks like. Start here? Yeah. Okay. Um, also, Dan says vlog it if we can. We'll do. Oh, yeah. We'll vlog it. Absolutely. And, yeah. And and so one of our good friends, Brian, um, who goes by BF Fielder. I want to say Fiedler. BF Fielder. Fiedler was the quarterback at the Dolphins after Dan Marino left. But, um, yes. And he, what's his, his Facebook group? 
his oh, he's got BF Cruise. BF Cruise. And he's been posting like lives from there. And he's got some good videos. Got of lots the, of good stuff. Of the drinks. But here's one. So it's the Bohemian Treat. And let's see if I can. I can't read that. But. Um, I can try and bring it up. Read on it on my, there. Oh, here. Look. I can look here. Ha <laughs> um, A decadent and risque endeavor. What's it got in it? Evangeline's pralines and cream liqueur. Absolute vodka and chocolate. So I like most of those ingredients right yeah. there. Now, the, the cool thing, though, is a lot of these drinks have – it's it's more about the presentation. It's more about the look of the drink, how they prepare it. That's the part that's sort of the fun, magical part uh, with these drinks. What's the next one on there? Next is absinthe-minded. Now, I am a fan of absinthe. I'm a big fan of absinthe. So what does this one got? It says Dance of the Green Fairy. Oh. Pernod Absinthe, Bombay Sapphire Gin, Bayou Satsuma Liqueur. Don't know what that is. Lillette. Don't know what that is. Lemon. Reagan's Orange Bitters, number six. Okay. But I'm willing to try anything that's got absinthe because that's one of my favorite drinks at the Alchemy Bar. Has the absinthe. That's where I discovered my love of absinthe. But I like black licorice, so it makes sense that I would like absinthe. Yes. Next, this is the one I'm excited. I mean, one of the ones I'm really excited about. This is Venus Rising, Love in Flux, Absolute Citron, Saint Germain, Cranberry, Lemon, and Hibiscus. So and there's there's two ingredients that are exciting in that drink to me. Saint Germain. Yeah. That's one of my I know. favorites. It's, it's like your it's like your bourbon. Um, and I really like hibiscus. Hibiscus, like I hibiscus tea is always really good. Hibiscus everything. So that that sounds like it's gonna be pretty pretty fragrant. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited for that one. And then we have Lime in the Coconut, which doctor's recipe. Pick, pick them both up. Yes. Bacardi Ocho. Flor de Caña, four-year rum, caramelized pineapple, mm. lime, coconut, lime foam. So I'm in favor of all those things. I, I think one of them, I don't know what it is, but uh, that sounds pretty interesting to me. I'm going to be singing the song every time I would drink that, though, which I won't sing now because it's already in your head if you know the song. <laughs> every, everybody knows that song. All right, what's the next one? The Golden Galaxy. We've seen this drink. This served. one looks cool. Yeah, swirl around the cosmos. Absolute vodka, absolute vanilla vodka, Kahlua, and gold. So, yeah. I mean, and it looks like it's got gold swirling around in it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat. There's a YouTube channel we watch called How to Drink. It's it's a really good YouTube channel. And the guy makes all these drinks. but he, And some of them he makes are themed. Like he's done Harry Potter drinks and Star Wars drinks and Pangalactic Gargle Blaster and all kinds of cool yeah. stuff. And he's done some drinks with like the kind of gold the swirly. Swirl. And yeah. it's, it's neat looking. Yeah. I don't um, know how it tastes, but it's neat looking. We have the third eye. It says gaze beyond sight. Spiced Buffalo Trace bourbon, filthy black cherry syrup, lemon, agave nectar, and aquafaba. So... Uh, I think Brian had this one and said it was good. And there's some stuff. I mean, it's got bourbon. So right there, you've got me. Black cherry syrup is intriguing. You know, I, I'm all for that one, too. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to try all these drinks, but together. Together, we'll try together, most of them. We may try a good percentage of them. Yes. yes. Bog juice. 
teeming spawning brew, absolute vodka, passion fruit, kiwi, pineapple, lemon, and Sierra mist. I'm not real excited about this one. I mean, I, I'm not a big vodka fan. Yeah, but but it, kiwi, that's what it is. It's it's vodka fruit and Sierra mist. So here's the thing: it's got the and the drawing here. It's got the little balls in there that remind me of the um, like the boba, the, the boba or the fishy green ale at Harry Potter, yeah, which is like the popular. And I really like that. Yeah, textile, if they have those tactile, not textile, tactile feel. So that could sway me. Yeah, I don't know. Then we have Air of Mystery, Ooh. Ascend and Float Away, Bulldog Gin, Creme de Violet, Lemon, and Air. And Air. How many calories does Air have? No wonder. Um, None. Hmm. I'm excited. I'd like to try that Is one. Is it light? <laughs> I think, I feel like J or D had that. I think we saw that one. Uh, it was like a fluffy yeah, maybe. thing. It looked interesting. I don't remember if they said that they... They liked it or not. I don't know. Let's see. And then we have La Botanique. La Botanique. Um, steeped in swamp magic. Okay. Infused floor de cana for year rum. Okay. Blood like orange. Mm -hmm. Tropical juices. Angostura. Angostura bitters. And ginger beer. Okay, I, I'm in favor of most of those. I'm not a big fan of blood orange because it's like kind of like a grapefruity thing. But mixed in with those other things, it might be all right. And I like those other things. Is it and that the last one there? Is there I don't know. I clicked on it too fast to okay. know. Um, no, it's not. There's at least a couple more. Okay. Um, the Bayou Smoke um, from the deepest Louisiana backwaters. Remy Martin, 1738 Cognac. Spiced Peach mm. Shrub. 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 Bayou Satsuma. Reagan's Orange Bitters, number six. Okay. So that's that could be interesting. Yes. I'm not very familiar with cognac, but I know it's a popular thing. Then we have New Moon. Black is Midnight on a Moonless Night. Brian had this one too, and I yes. think he liked this one. Crayante Mezcal. Cranberry. Lime. Activated Charcoal. Regan's Orange Bitters, number six. Why is it? What is the activated charcoal? That just makes me think I'm cleaning a fish filter. I don't know. I'm mm. I'm real curious about that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Abracadabra. Abra, Abracadabra. Enchanted with butterfly dust, a metamorphosis of color. So is it gonna? It's gonna change colors right before yes. your eyes. Yes. This is Bacardi Superior and pineapple and lime. Adam says the new moon looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the one that everybody is talking about. Yeah. The crystal ball. Yes. Says the future is clouded by hazy visions of the past. Um, what is that? Heradura silver tequila, green chartreuse, agave nectar, and lime. It's like a margarita, basically, yeah. is what it sounds like. But it's got this cool bubble that's smoke. that's in, and then it pops, and it it's yes. Brian did a slow mo of that, and and I'm gonna totally copy off that, and do a slow mo video of that probably, if we can pull it off. But so yeah, so that is an interesting place, and I am looking forward to that quite a bit when we go down there. Now, now we're we're going to three ports on this cruise. Amber Cove, San Juan, 
and um, NASA. So I just wanted to touch on some of those. Let's let's start with. So Amber Cove, I don't really have much about Amber Cove. Here's here's what I will say. We're going to throw a cruise tip at you. And if you watched our short tonight, it's the same one we did in our short, which is basically if you're going to a port where you're going to be exploring on your own and you need a map, but you don't have Wi-Fi and you don't have cell service, one way to get around that is if you have Google Maps, you can pre-download maps of areas and and then you can use it offline. So I've pre-downloaded a map of uh, not Dominican Republic because we're not going to be walking around Dominican mm -hmm. Republic, but of Nassau and of San Juan. So I don't really know why I brought it up during Amber Cove, except that I have nothing else to say about Amber Cove. <laughs> but it's a good cruise tip, and it can it can help you out. So so that's kind of cool. Now we're going to go to San Juan, and there are really two things that are objectives in San Juan. And one of them is Umbrella Street. Umbrella Street, which Paradij was there last week and it wasn't set up with umbrellas. They had like some flag thing with the Olympics. It was underwhelming, to be honest. And I'm hoping the umbrellas are back because the umbrellas are, are cool. And that's what I want to see. Yes. And, and we're bringing, instead of, I did download the map, but we're bringing Adam along with us. Yes. He's going to be our personal. And Adam. San Juan guy claims to know San Juan very well, and I believe he does because he's been there a lot. So he's gonna he's gonna guide us around. He's gonna show us stuff that maybe we wouldn't be able to find on our own. So definitely look for those vlogs because we may see some really cool stuff. One of the things that we're gonna do besides hopefully seeing the Umbrella Street, well, I mean we'll see it. Whether it has umbrellas is remains to be seen, and whether it's raining while we're there remains to be seen. But. Uh, San Juan or Puerto Rico in general, but San Juan specifically is known as the birthplace of the pina colada. Do you like pina coladas? Getting lost in the rain. Yeah. Taking walks in the rain. Oh. Getting lost in the rain. <laughs> Do you like getting lost in the rain? <laughs> anyway, um, there's so there are different versions of how the pina colada came to be. And I've got a um I've got something to illustrate that, a little little thing about that. So basically, there are three people that claim to have sort of invented the pina colada. And two of them worked at the this the Hilton there, the um Caribe, Carib, Caribe Hilton. Um, this was around 1952. So there's two bartenders that, and one of them has been recognized, I think, by Puerto Rico as as inventing the pina colada. But but there is also a restaurant there, which is called, um, where is it? Because I can't remember the name of it. <coughs> yeah. Somebody type it in. Oh, Barachina. Barachina, which I've been to, and they claim that they came up with the pina colada in 1963. Now, this article says there may be a little bit of truth of all between all those and maybe the naming happened at Barracina. I don't know. Here's what I can tell you though. Um, I had a pina colada at Barracina. Barracinas. It was good. Now I like pina coladas. They're okay. This was not a pina colada like I'd ever had before. This was a totally different creature and it was amazing. It was creamier. It was 
I don't know. It just, it was better. Maybe it was, maybe I was just caught up in the atmosphere. Maybe I was just taken aback by being in San Juan, drinking a pina colada at this historical restaurant. I don't know, but I can tell you it was amazing. So I really want to get another pina colada at uh, Baratina's. And now she doesn't like coconut, but she's going to try. I'll try yours. She'll, she'll try mine. And then if she likes it, she'll get one and I'll take back the amount she tried. Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> so, so San Juan is is a pretty interesting place. Now, San Juan has a lot of history, and I know one of the things Adam has talked about doing is taking us to some forts. And there's like sort of old remnants of the fort around Old San Juan, which is basically right where the the cruise ships go. It's a really interesting port, and um, one of the few that I feel like is really just unique to that particular place. Like you go to Roatan, Honduras, Cozumel, Mexico, Grand Turk, and those areas are amazing and beautiful, but the ports themselves, they all look like the same thing. It's like going to a shopping mall. Every shopping mall in the United States looks the same now, except with very few exceptions. That's not San Juan. You put me in San Juan, don't tell me where I'm at. I'm going to immediately know I'm in San Juan. It's just very unique and very much San Juan. So that, and to me, that's really cool. I really like that. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting to San Juan. Now we're also going to Nassau, which is the bane of many people's existence when it comes to cruise ports. And I think, I think that uh, Tommy Casabona is right when he says Nassau is very underrated. I think there's a lot to do in Nassau. You, you just have to find it. I know it's not my favorite port, but it's not my least favorite port. I'd so rather. I, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you real go, quick. Go ahead. I just want to say that San Juan is the port that I'm most excited to go to. I, I and I think that probably is the one you should be the most excited yeah. about. Sorry, I know you're talking about Nassau now, but I couldn't say it. That's okay. You no, you just got to interrupt in. me. That's yeah. how this works. So, uh, but but yeah, I mean, so Nassau, you got to like set your expectations. But I would rather go to Nassau twice than go to Amber Cove because. Unless I was doing like an excursion to Amber Cove, which there's not that many options that I want to do. There's more stuff that I want to do in Nassau, to be fair. But if you're like a person that likes just the big swimming pool and stuff, then obviously you're going to prefer Amber Cove to each their own. But um, but Nassau has some cool stuff. So we're going to try and go to this place called Junkanoo Beach. We're going to snorkel it. We're going to let you know what that's like. Is it worth your time? We've seen, we've heard a lot of people say it's horrible, it's garbage to snorkel there, but we've seen several videos that seem to contradict that strongly. And, you know, a video is worth a thousand words per frame, and that's a lot of frames. So um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We will see. At least we'll be getting in the water. Yes. It's the only place we're going to get in the water, which normally I would be bummed about. But since I haven't cruised in over 500 days, and since it's the Mardi Gras, I mean, okay. And since I've got more cruises coming down the pipe, I'm okay with it this time. Yeah. I mean, this this cruise was primarily booked for the ship. I mean, Absolutely. Actually, it was because I didn't even know when where we were going when I booked it. And I'm a port guy. Everybody that watches me knows that I'm a port person first. But yeah, in this case, I and this cruise, I am a ship person, which is unusual for me. But I am definitely a ship person for the Mardi Gras. So so I'm excited. I don't care if it rains. I don't care if we don't make it to any ports. I'm still going to be really excited and happy about this cruise. So, but 
there's also some other things to do in NASA. So one of the things that I've done before is gone to a place called John Watling's, which is a rum distillery. And you can go there. It's walkable. You can do a free tour. That's right. A free tour with free samples. Yes. And you can also purchase some drinks. They have rum. This is These are the four types of rums that they have had. And this is what they have on their website right now. Um, this is for U.S. purchases, which I didn't think you could even do. But uh, one of them, it says, is out of stock. But anyway, they have the silver rum. I think it's a silver rum. A pale, sorry, a pale rum. Um, which is, you know, it's the rum you mix into a pina colada, basically. Uh, then they've got the... The amber rum, which is which is a pretty good rum, and I've enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, the next one down, that Buena Vista rum, mm-hmm. I don't remember that one. I think I only remember three rums. Maybe that, maybe I just forgot. So I don't know what that one. It says bourbon barrels, though. Yeah, I don't think that that I don't think they had that one the last time I was there because it says something about. Um, being in bourbon barrels. And there is another one, which is the single barrel rum. And that one they did have, and that one is amazing. It is amazing, but it's also like, it says it's 120 bucks here. It was, it was over a hundred dollars when I was there. And, uh, I almost Roy shows and I almost went in on a bottle, but at the time he lived in Mississippi and we we're like, this isn't going to work. So, you know, long distance relationships don't work when it's rum, but, um, but I'm very intrigued by that other bottle. Yeah, so that's a good thing to do. If you like rum, it's definitely cool. Just smelling the rum barrel is, is worth the trip right there. There's also there's also a brewery, which is really close, like a craft brewing place, really close to the ship. And it is open. Both of these places are open from everything I can tell. There are a lot of places not open in NASA, but these are open. This is called um, Pirate's. I thought I had the name in there because I forgot it. Pirates. I wrote it down so I would not forget. I can't read the website on there. Pirates, Re- Pirate Republic Brewing Company. Pirate Republic Brewing Company. And these are their, their normal selections of beers. There's the Take No Quarter, which is an IPA. The Island Pirate Ale. The Long John Pilsner. I mean, come on. That's a cool name, right? The uh, Golden Haze of Piracy. I love the names. Even if the beer tastes like rubbish, the names, and it doesn't. I've had the beer. It's good. Uh, And Blackbeard Stout. Now, here's what I can tell you. I've tried, I believe, at least three of these. I'm not, I don't like IPAs. So don't go by my opinion. If you like IPAs, don't listen to my opinion of IPAs because I don't like them. But I love stouts and I like, uh, the gold haze, I think, if I remember, is kind of um, kind of a wheat beer, if I recall, on that one. I don't know if it says, yeah, Belgian wheat. Yes, and that one was good. Uh, I don't remember the Pilsner, but I remember the Stout being good. They also have seasonal beers, and uh, one of them they had when I was there was a it was it was a Stout, I believe, or a Porter that was aged in I want to say rum barrels and or maybe whiskey barrels. I don't know. It was a really strong, like 11% beer, but it was, it was a really good beer. If you like that sort of thing, it was really good, really good. So uh, yes, 
lots of alcohol on this cruise. We don't, I don't usually drink much alcohol on a cruise, but this I'm cruise excited to drink on this all cruise. About alcohol, apparently. So, um, so yeah, so that's what we're doing in Nassau, and uh, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be fun, lots of fun to be had. I'm excited. I am too. I am too. Let me go back to the comments here. Uh, Adam says he'll do the brewery with us, so that's good. Um, Dave and Brandy say John Watling's so good. Yep, they've been there. I am a beer person. I don't know if Ian said I thought you were a beer person. I I I used to be more of a beer person. I'm more of a bourbon and rum person these days, but I do still like beers, but I'm a stout porter guy. That made it sound like a description of my body. That's not what I meant. I like stouts and I like porters. Those are my favorites. I will try other things for sure. I like ciders quite a bit as well, but um but if you're like, Matt, what's your favorite beer? I'm going to say stouts and porters, like hands down, easy decision for me right there. So, um, yeah, that's our cruise. Yeah. We'll probably tell you more about it after we've done it. There's probably going to be a lot about this cruise. Probably. Coming up in future podcasts. So with that said, let's get to the cruise creature for this week. All right. And if you are watching live, Harris says, smash the likes, people. Thank you very much, Harris. Definitely give us those likes. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a rating, If especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out to get the word out there so we get more listeners and we can keep expanding and growing. But Cruise Creature, so if you are new to this podcast, every week we do a Cruise Creature because we're both kind of animal people. We work at an aquarium and kind of animal people. we're very much animal people. And so, <laughs> and so we try and highlight a, a species of living thing, usually an animal in each episode. And today, since we're going on the carnival Mardi Gras, I thought we would talk about the Mardi Gras wrasse, the Mardi Gras wrasse, which is a fish that lives in the kind of Northern Gulf of Mexico, kind of close to Galveston, Texas. And it was only officially described in 2007. Now it's got the name Mardi Gras wrasse because it is, it's a small wrasse, which wrasses are the same group that includes like your parrot fish and stuff. This is a smaller fish, but it's got the Mardi Gras colors. It's basically green and gold and purple. And, and so I thought I should bring that up because we're going on the Mardi Gras. I thought that would be a good cruise creature, but that's not, the actual cruise creature we're going to talk about because there's not that much known about them because they're, they're a fairly newly named species or very limited range and stuff. So uh, I thought I'd go with a different wrasse that also has Mardi Gras colors. And this is actually, this, this may be a trivia question someday. So if you're listening to this, you know, write it, jot it down. What is Matt's favorite coral reef fish? This is it. It is, the Creole Rass. The Creole Rass is my favorite because I just think they are absolutely gorgeous. I'm going to play a video. So if you're listening to this, go back and watch on YouTube or Facebook. And um, I'm just going to play this so you can see what these fish look like. But I will describe them. So if you don't want to do that on the audio and you don't have to. These guys, they, they are in two different 
phases, really three, when their juveniles are kind of a pink color with black spots. As they get older, they turn sort of this bluish indigo color, and that is when they are all females. They all turn into females, which is called the initial phase of the, of the wrasse. Parrotfish do the same thing. And then there's there's always at least one fish that turns into a male. So they are basically um, pro, proto, protogenous. I looked that word up today, and I still can't remember how to say it. Hermaphrodites. What that means, I don't know how to say it, but I can tell you what it means. What it means is that um, when when the super male dies, the terminal phase super male dies or goes away, one of the females will turn into the male. And you usually have one-ish of those terminal phases. The terminal phases will get, I'll play this video again so you guys can see them again here. The terminal phases will get that sort of yellowish color towards the back half of their body. So these fish, if you are just listening in, they are a beautiful fish. They're kind of elongated fish. They they only normally get about seven or eight inches long. I think the record's maybe a foot, but they have like a, they're mostly purple and mine just crashed again. They're mostly purple. And then they have uh, kind of a black or dark purple patch on their nose. And um, you're going to have to take me off there probably in a second. Oh, okay. And, um, and then they have, they have purple, like a lighter purple towards the front and then purple on the tail. And then they get, if they're the terminal phase, kind of this yellow orange. They don't really have the green, but they're still called a Creole wrasse. And um, yeah, and, and, and they are just beautiful fish. And what you'll do is you'll see these guys, you'll see them hovering in big schools over the coral reef. And, uh, and I've seen them in Aruba. I've seen them in, uh, we saw them in um, the Keys. Yeah. So they, they expand throughout the whole Caribbean. So you could see these anywhere. And I've never seen just one. I've always seen a school of them together. And if you see them from a distance, or sometimes if you just look at photographs of them, they're not always that impressive. But when you see them up close or you see a video of them, they are just amazing they are just beautiful beautiful fish mallory's in here yes she says are wrasse the only variety of fish that have different I phases read that to you so that is a good question mallory and they are they are not the only fish that have different phases there are definitely other fish that go through different phases however wrasses have that very distinct um, initial and terminal phase and then they usually have a juvenile phase that looks a lot different as well and um I don't know of any other species or groups of, of fish off the top of my head that have that exact lineup and do the hermaphrodite thing. But I say that with the thought that there are definitely other ones that do. I just don't know them off the top of my head. So that, that's a little homework for me to do there. But these, these guys are great. If you see them, you will know it because they're just beautiful, beautiful fish. A Creole wrasse. And I thought that was appropriate too, because I think a Creole, I think a Creole food and Creole people and, and Louisiana and even though Mardi Gras, I looked up Mardi Gras. Have you ever researched Mardi Gras? No. Look at the history of Mardi I mean, Gras. I looked at the ship. <laughs> Mardi Gras originated in France. Mardi Gras actually means Fat Tuesday in French. Hmm. And uh and and it just basically it has to do with a celebration before I think Lent that happens. Um, and like after Christmas, it's a Christian based holiday, uh, initially and something to do with just like, you know, eating all the 
stuff before you can't have anything good to eat. I was I was just getting ready to say I'm really excited to eat whatever I want on this. Right. Trip. So it's it's a it's appropriate. And it's it's become a really big celebration in certain areas of the world, not just Louisiana. Louisiana and New Orleans is just one area where Mardi Gras is a big celebration. It's still celebrated in other countries in like Europe. And in my hometown of St. Louis, they claim to have the second largest Mardi Gras celebration in the United States. And, and I believe that is probably accurate because there's a place in St. Louis called Soulard, which is a, a French, old French community in South St. Louis City. And uh, they have a huge parade. The only thing is, I think Mardi Gras has been happening in New Orleans for a long time. And in, the, in St. Louis, it really didn't start until the 80s. And that's when it, and it but it's become this big or, ordeal. So, so yeah. That is that is the podcast. I think that's everything. Is it everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a commercial real quick. Okay. So um first I just want to throw out that we have our first official group cruise booked for February nineteenth of twenty twenty three on the Carnival Pride to Grand Cayman, Roatan, Belize, and Cozumel. And if you would like to join us on that cruise. We would love to have you. You can book that with me at fantastictravel at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book any other cruise, you can do that with me at fantastictravel at gmail.com. Absolutely. And we can help you out not only booking your cruise, but because we have a lot of experience and we know a lot of people that have even more experience, we can answer your questions. We can guide you. We can help you make good decisions to ensure that you not only have a great cruise, but you have the best cruise that you can have for you personally. And that's what we strive to do. Yes, indeed. Is there anything else you have? I got nothing. All right. I have a dog resting his face on my leg. I don't know what that means. Um. He's not resting his head on He head. was. He okay. stopped. But okay. he, he was doing that. All right. I have the drool to prove it. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, it's time to head for the horizon. But first, the Mardi Gras. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. I'm pretty sure we're going to. Okay, thank you for staying on after the credits there. If you're still hanging in there, um, I don't know what do we have. To, what do we have to talk about today after the credits? Real quick, I know um, we we had we had to prep the lizard. So our lizard, um, she is going to stay with our friend Austin, and um, basically, she's she's a pretty big lizard. She's an Argentine tegu. And uh, and she lives in a, in a her habitat. Her cage is six feet long, and three feet wide, three feet tall. So we're not packing that up, but we got a seventy-five gallon tote we filled with substrate. We're gonna put her hide in there, and tomorrow we're gonna come home from work. We're gonna load 
Luna the Tegu into her little travel temporary, container. temporary home. <laughs> Reno's going to go in the front seat with you. Yep. Then we're driving over to St. Pete to, to a parking lot in St. Pete. It's going to be like a drug deal. With animals. <laughs> but we're just giving animals to people because uh, Austin's coming to pick up the Tegu to take to safely keep at his home while we're out of town. And uh, and and then our dog sitter, Crystal, she is going to come and meet us at the same parking lot. And she's going to take Reno and she's going to have him for the week. Yes. I don't know how we're getting them back. But uh, when we get back, we'll have to figure that part out. Probably the same way. We'll probably, probably. meet in the same parking lot or something. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Yes. 